Listen, bitch, I already told you you were fabulous. Just throw some glitter on it. Welcome, gentlemen and gentlemen, live from the Stonewall Inn. It's time for high tea, where we get high and spill the tea. <laughs> I'm Philip and Felicia. I have a lot of nice memories of New York City since I was a boy. Most of my work has been live here in New York, because that's tonight. And I don't care how long you've been in this business, there's nothing like singing to live people, baby. It's great. Now we have a, a brand new song. People watching, there's a lot of people to watch here in New York City. Oh, absolutely, and it's so cool because I always like to try to figure out okay, like, where are they going? What are they doing? Because they're looking fabulous, darling. Oh my god, but we'll just see somebody find and we'll say, Good morning. Oh, exactly. Good morning. Because no one does that in New York. No, I'm like, Excuse me, you're talking to me? But yeah, some people are like, Oh, hey, good morning. Hey, exactly. girl. Hey. That's some Midwest. Oh, we've born seen, and bred. We've seen some thick thighs there in the city and Philip has just gone over to this man or men and just been like, hello, how are you today? Well, you were you know. just gracing us with your beauty. <laughs> well, you know, I believe in being hospitable, Felicia. <laughs> That's what I love about you. We are here at the Stonewall Inn, and I have to tell you, when we first started this podcast, this was like the one dream of mine in my head that I was like, if we make it to Stonewall and get to do an episode... Like, that's when we'll know that our podcast wasn't just, like, something done out in the garage. It's legit, Oh, my God. Well, I'm so excited to be here, and I love just the energy of New York City. And we had a hell of a night last night at the Slipper Room. Oh, yes. We had a hell of a night the night before that at the Cock, darling. Oh, yes. Let's start at the Cock. I always love So, okay, we went in. We went in, and... um, our covers, whatever, and it's different than I remember, so I think it changed locations. Anyway, everybody was upstairs, and we went downstairs to see just what was happening. And nobody was down there. We looked at it both ways. Nobody was down there, so we went down there, and I just started dancing, and literally everybody just followed. Like, people just followed us downstairs. We pretty much filled that basement, and then, you know, during all the dancing, other pe- other things started happening on the other end of the club. That is true. It's like basement. New York City was waiting for us to get the party popping, darling. Yes! Yes. Woo! But we, on the other side, that's where all of the sucking and playing was happening. <laughs> yes, there was a lot of touching, sucking, rubbing. Sucking and rubbing. Fucking, maybe yeah, we no left fucking. too soon. Yeah, maybe we left too soon for that. Hmm. I don't know. But there was like straight, you know, a la natural dancers and everything. Oh, I love the go-go dancers. They're oh, yeah. butt-ass naked. Oh, absolutely. Butt-ass Running around naked. there. There was a real hot son of a bitch there, though, that night. He was letting everybody suck his dick. Mm. He was good. And it, it wasn't, like, that big of a dick, but it was still, like, nice. He was nice to look at. Oh, he was delicious. I was all about him. Talk about walking children in nature. I like to chant. I love chanting. I like to take the children for a walk. I'm... Uh, 
at Children's Nature Institute. It's a, an organization that takes inner city kids out and, on a walk and um, put on your hiking boots and, your boots and you take them out there. It's a really good, a philanthropist. I'm working on becoming a philanthropist. Oh, everybody knows about me. I mean, I send them clippings and I collect my work and I send it to my family. And, and I'm pretty open about, I'm open about being a drag queen. If we're sitting at, at a coffee house or anywhere, any, a bar, anything, just whoop, whoop. Yes, I'm a drag queen. My name is Tammy Brown and I'm pretty darn good. I'm in that magazine over there. Philip was like, why don't you come on over here and have a seat next to me? And he did. Oh yeah, he went for it. Oh yeah, I got to stroke him really good. Then he went down on me. He was going down. You were having a good old time. Oh fuck yeah, getting a BJ in a New York City bar? Fuck yeah. I was talking to this fine boy, Joey, and I think he was looking for boyfriend material. Like he knew I was from Denver. Boyfriend material. And I was just cop, like, darling. I know. I was like, uh, so, I mean, we just talked, and I was like, not even having it. <laughs> I love how we went to the slipper room yesterday, and when you were having your banter with the host of the show. Oh my God, the she host totally asked you. Oh, so how's the smell over at the cock? Oh yeah, that was funny, Chris. <laughs> Chris Harder, he said, how does it smell over there? And I said, it's a little musky. <laughs> Just <laughs> like we like it, boys. And then what was the question he asked us? Or what's the questions that you have out there for me? Any questions out oh, there? Oh, yeah, he's like asking the audience for, for questions. Guess what Felicia does, ladies and gentlemen? How many loads do you have inside you? She was taken aback. He's like, what? <laughs> How many loads do you have inside you? He was like, oh, I think wow. he threw off his show. And I, he was like, oh, he was like, Denver, you're here. You're ready to party. I said, I'm, yes. I'm prepared. I'm vaccinated and I got my monkeypox. I'm ready. <laughs> and then we ended up sitting up in the balcony and... Your analogy of us is like totally spot on. We're oh, like yes. the old guys in the Muppets, only we're like we're not old. Queens. Yes, but we're saying that <laughs> with our fans. So, so you have a visualization. Visualize these two men puppets. You know what I mean? They're in their balcony. Right. We were like overhanging, like clacking our fans at the performers. We were like, you know what I'm saying? Like we were having. <laughs> It. It was so much fun. Do you know who the fuck we were? It was like Moulin Rouge. It's right. Like the boys oh, in Moulin absolutely. Rouge musical. But you know exactly who we were. We were those old guys in the Muppets meets the triplets. But we're not old. No, we're not old. We're that vibe. Yeah. But we're but we're that mixed with the triplets in Beauty and the Beast that want to fuck Gaston. Oh my God. <laughs> there he goes. Oh, he's so dreamy. Tell me that's not the truth. That if is you were the to, truth. If you would mix those two characters together, that would be us some thirsty fucking queens in the balcony. So last <laughs> night, I mean, it was so much fun. Wait, are we done talking room. about the cock? Well, I, I guess because I, I, mean, I went, we I went to the, yeah. the slipper room, but yeah, the cock was really a lot of fun, and I'm so glad I got to experience that. Years ago, I heard of Janice Dickinson used to hang out there, and I thought, what a she fucking... likes to people watch. <laughs> well, I mean. 
talk about people watching. I mean, there's a lot to see at the cock. There's a lot cock to see. sucking and cock licking and Felicia cock didn't stroking. partake in anything, but I sure did enjoy watching. You were such an angel, and now I feel like such a whore bag. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if I had tea to spill about at the cock, I would. But I had, I said what I had to say. It was a, it was a nice show. I got to see a nice, a lot of nice things. Me too, Felicia. Me too. Welcome to New York, darling. Welcome. Cheers. Yes. So, okay, now let's talk about Slipper Room. Okay, okay. I had so much fun there, and I had never heard of that establishment in New York City. I And we heard about it from somebody on the subway. On the subway. And what's really funny is, bitch, I don't ever ride the subway. Like, I like to be in a car. I like to drive around. I like to see what I'm seeing. Not the understand. Talk about musky, honey. Those subway tunnels. But I love the burlesque show that we saw. Each performer was so unique. Agreed. Oh, I just loved it. Oh, my gosh. So let's talk about some of the performances we saw. Oh, my gosh. Chris Harder, the host. He is so sexy. I'm friends with him on Facebook. Okay. And um, I'll occasionally they not comment on his story He reminds me an awful lot of you when you perform. Oh, I love this chest. Oh, oh that fur. And he loves the sparkles and the sheer, just yep, like yep. Felicia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was, he was looking at this, you know what I'm saying? Oh, no, I know, but, like, that's how fabulous you are, the sparkling diamond. Well, he had the sparkling diamond up on stage. Yes. He's like, I need three participants, and so people are raising their hands, and then he's like, he's like, where's Felicia with the fan? Because he asked me my name, and so right. he was saying, Felicia, you know, from, come, on with, up. come on up, Felicia, looking for me. It was so funny, and I knew it was going to be a dance-off, but I was like, shit. But I still brought it. You know what I'm saying? No, I totally agree. You heard come on up, but really what you wanted to hear was Price is Right. Come on down. Come on down. We're just three words on a script page. And Johnny Olson, he didn't just say come on down. He said, come on down. Here is Johnny Olson. Thank you, Bob Barker. Come on down! And he said it from then on, just that way. And both of the announcers who have followed him have said it that way. People are so excited to hear their name called. They just flip out when they hear their name. Some people just, their nervous system kind of uh, and takes over and they lose it. And, and other people have to physically get them up out of their chairs to get going. Other folks just jump to their feet and right away they're midstream running before I'm finished saying, come on down. I don't think there could be a more joyful moment in a person's life than hearing, come on down, you're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Come on down, you're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Everybody who watches The Price is Right for any time at all, they say it that way, and it has just swept the country. Come on down, you're the next contestant on The Price is Right. Oh, and then after, he was like, you can get your free drink or whatever. And I was like, can I have a hug? I hugged him. I, oh, yeah, you did. I hugged him. Mm, my knee kicked back. That was amazing things. But you know what, Felice? We don't kiss and tell on this show, do we? Or is that all this show is? Kiss and tell. <laughs> I don't know. Why don't you come on over and have a seat next to me? And find out. <laughs> Anyway, so the performers were amazing. I liked how there were a lot of different ones. I'm not going to lie. Uh, my very favorite was probably the, the UPS guy. Oh, the UPS guy. And was I was hot. so, so upset that he didn't do a comedy type thing with his act where 
when he was delivering like his package. Yeah. He yeah. should have done dick in a box. Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> dick in a box. One. Cut a hole in a box. Two. Put your junk in that box. Three. Make her open the box. And that's the way you do it. It's my dick in a box. You know, at the slipper room. Well, and then the other host of the evening, I forget her name, but she was a phone sex operator. Oh, yeah. She was, like, uh, telling all these different kinds of stories her and stuff. She picture, owns her own business. She's an entrepreneur. She has her own book coming out. Yes, and her picture is in, like, a catalog of other women. So the men are um, getting an image of who they're speaking to. So they call her, and sometimes she was explaining there's a silence call where the person on the other line can't say anything because they're sleeping next to their wife. And so you're just in charge of saying a slow, sensual narration about my feet that are freshly manicured, caressing softly against the sensitive tip of the cock head. And your cock is dripping. She's just like an adult version of Audible. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm just listening to this book on tape. But it was was dirty. It was dirty. About giving some woman a pearl necklace. Oh my god, you have to talk about how you yelled out Pearl Oh, necklace. I did, I did. Because <laughs> they asked, like, the there was a bridesmaids party or something there, and he's like, what did you guys bring with you? And I said, Pearl necklaces. Or no, what do you guys want? They're asking, what do you yeah. want to see tonight? Pearl necklaces. <laughs> that was amazing. Who doesn't love a pearl necklace? You know oh, what I'm I saying? don't know anyone. And now that I recently just learned what that means this year, oh. I, I love... I prefer the cum pearl necklace to real pearls. I don't. I don't wear pearls. I'm a sparkling diamond. Oh, exactly. I wear diamonds. Mm-hmm. I don't wear pearls, but I love a pearl necklace. Anybody who doesn't can't sit with it. So let's talk about a little bit about the performers. Um, I, I shared my favorite was the UPS driver. Um, there was also a. Little person? Is that appropriate to say? Yes, yes. He was a little person. There was a little person that did, like, interpretive... He came out of sperm. Came out of sperm. That was his second set. And he had two little sperms that were, like, you know, his props. And they were hitting him in the face and the eyeballs. It was so good. Right. Well, his performances were, like, interpretive dance almost. Almost like he was a mime. He was pantomime everything. um, So, originally, he did Humpty Dumpty. Like, an enactment of that. It was weird. And then he came out and ran around the entire audience dressed as a sperm, only to jump back up onto the stage to find a pinata on one side that was shaped like a An egg. woman's egg. Yeah. And then on the other side, when he vagina. stood behind it, a friggin' vagina. And then he burst through the pinata vagina and he stuck giving his head birth to it. himself. As a naked little person, this was his costume, and then he was naked, so he came out of the vagina naked, and he was butt-ass naked on stage, you saw all his bits, everybody was looking, he was was not shy. Let's give it up for the cast of Burlesque, ladies and gentlemen, cast of Burlesque, yes. Uh, So that was an interesting... One, and what I thought was most interesting about that, Felicia, was when he started his performance, people were kind of snickering and maybe even a little bit uncomfortable well, at I first. think what made it a little bit uncomfortable is he's doing Humpty Dumpty. Right. They even, like, said, like, his version of Humpty Dumpty. So right. it was like... And it was funny 
because of how he was like giving actions. Right. And you weren't sure if he was supposed to laugh, so it was kind of that. Well, my favorite performance of the night were the boys that were like the oh, gymnasts. They yes. came out with the whips. It was and like gay Cirque du Soleil. And then they came out another time as the coach and the football player, and that was real fucking kinky too. They did the rope acrobatics. Oh, yes. Oh, I love it. I just fucking love it. There they, was they also a, tra- a trapeze lady and a rope hanging lady. I love them. It the literally, Felicia, that was the gay Cirque du Soleil. It was great. I had so much fun. Hi, everybody. Oh, no, you can sit there. Oh, you're welcome to sit back here. (laughs) Oh, no, we're broadcasting live from the Stonewall Inn, and we have some people that came. Where are you from? England. England! Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, fantastic. Enjoy the air conditioning. Yes. (laughs) That's why we had to come. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's why we're this here. All right. What's your oh, name? You, you went down the way to see? Oh, fantastic. Yes, we do love ourselves some Carrie Bradshaw. I love the theme song. Well, congratulations for making your gay pilgrimage. When we made our gay pilgrimage, they we're from Denver. They try to kick us out. They try to kick us out for recording. But yeah, we but, you know, back. we just, you know. Well, we actually never loved. Oh, I agree 100%. And that's why we're here, giving a little bit of cheer, needing napkins, and we got to stay. Yeah, Ooh, so let's yeah. ask, what year was your very first Pride? That's all right. Also so 2002? 2002-ish? 2003. 2003? Okay. I still beat all you bitches. 2000, <laughs> Mariah Carey had just come out with Can't Take That Away, and that was the Pride anthem, darling, for the it new was, millennium. It was. I remember it was a popular song. <laughs> Yeah, it was my first pride. Well, welcome to New York and happy Thank gay you. self, bitch. We love you. Well, we were talking about wiping our mouths. Oh, absolutely. And I had to wipe my mouth this morning from that schmear. <laughs> that it was, was so, so good. good. I actually like the one you ordered the more, the more than the one I had ordered. So Felicia ordered an everything bagel with... Bacon and scallion schmear. Oh, scallion. That's what it was. Yeah, bacon and, and onion. Bacon and scallion Then schmear. you ordered... Did someone eat an onion bagel? And then Philip ordered a sesame toasted bagel with... Um, cannoli. Cannoli. With but cannoli. it had chocolate chips in it, but cannolis oh, have chocolate chips in them. What was amazing about it, it was like light and fluffy. So first we ate the... Bacon and scallion. First. Oh, yeah. It was like, savory wow, first. Amazing. It was yeah. just so good. Oh, I love that. I took my first bite into the cannoli bagel. I would order that it again. It was a dream. It was a dream. I couldn't even describe it because it was so light and fluffy and just like not like a nasty cannoli from King Supers or something that was store-bought. It was delicious. Oh, I agree. It was really, really nice. And I agree. I told you, I was like, it's better than the bacon and scallion. And you were thinking to yourself, how the hell, how does this taste? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I actually took a video of you taking your first bite and like your face, you're like, <laughs> oh my God. Well, nothing brings more joy to me than food. Maybe the boys, but because <laughs> I love the food so much, the boys don't come around as often. Good pearl necklace. Right? Pearl necklace type. Um, what else were we going to talk about? Well, Last night, the, we came to scope out the place. Her. Yeah, yes, at the Stonewall Inn, and we had a really good time going between upstairs, downstairs, dancing, having drinks, just chilling. My favorite spot, 
is right over there in front of the fans. Because not oh, only is yeah, it cool that I'm having like my Beyonce, Mariah Carey, you know, Adventures of Mimi tour moment, and I am just living my best life. <laughs> I love those fans, and I actually got up on like this pedestal to dance, and the security was like, "You have to get down." And I was like, "Oh man, it wasn't even that high up, but whatever." Yeah. I'm like, why Damn do you have this? Rules. Why do you have this so easily accessible for people to climb up if you don't want people climbing up it? You know what? I said that one time at a Mariah Carey concert. What did you do? Jump the stage? I wanted to. The, the security <laughs> card wouldn't let me. Why is this so easily accessible? Because <laughs> you had that step stool with you. You had that ladder to hop the fence. Yeah. You know, I actually got good at hopping fences. You do take a step stool because they collapse. You know, they fold. Oh. The little step stools. So what you do is you use it to get over, you jump over the metal fence or whatever, then you, pull, you fold up the thing, you grab it through and you pull it through the rails, the metal rails, and then you use it to get back out. That just seems like a lot more effort than opening the gate. Well, if you don't have the key, <laughs> you know. I'm not breaking in an entry, girl. I get in enough trouble. Isn't it funny how some men age like fine wine and others like bananas on the counter? I just got back from Greece and I returned home to cater some events. Greece is the word. Oh my god, right? <laughs> so I had to return home to cater some events before we came here to record here at the Stonewall Inn, darling. I love it. I love the vibe in New York City. I love it so much. Fantastic. So did I ever tell you that I don't really have too many catering faux pas, but the ones that I do, they're fucking epic. Yes. So one faux pas that I had, and let me just say that this bride was the most gorgeous bride I have ever seen in all my years of catering. Okay, she's beautiful. I literally started bawling when I saw when this she woman. Entered. She wow. was gorgeous, the okay. most gorgeous bride I've ever seen. To this day, okay, I mean, okay. No, no bullshit. 
I'm catering her wedding and the cupcake tower falls and I find out only years later that it wasn't my fault, which I had so much guilt for. It was one of her drunken bridesmaids' fault. Did they fall into it and hit it? Or did they, they take were, a supporting... Were, I don't know what they, they were doing. I'm out frying us. chicken. This is when the... the okay, anyway, this whole wedding was riddled with fucking nightmares. First of all, the bride that was beautiful, or she still is, but the, the, she was like the most strict bride. She had a fucking three-ring binder of like everything scheduled and mapped out. She was very fucking detailed. Like, if you fuck it up, you're just a dumbass at this point. You know what I'm saying? So everything was meticulously planned. Where was I going with this? You were talking about how you were frying chicken. You went off. Oh, so I fried, ch so I'm frying chicken at this wedding. It was the time of the big Thompson fire. And that day of her wedding, Governor Hickenlooper decided to ban all fires in the mountains because this big fire. And I said, well, the fuck shit. You tell 200 guests that are coming up the hill here in an hour, they can't eat dinner. The ranger comes to talk to me. I say, you have Governor Hickenlooper come walk up here and tell me to my face. The fucking ranger left. I thought he was going to come back and oh get me God. and write me a citation. At this point, I'm thinking, well, it's probably worth the $200 citation. I got to feed these fucking people, you know? So I'm fighting with the ranger. This all happens. I break the tent I'm, I'm frying under. It was just like a big fucking ball. And the whole fucking night was a disaster. And to this day... That is the only bride that I know of that I've catered her wedding where she has gotten a divorce. Tell me about bad omens. So I'm catering the, the other night before I come here and I have a catering faux pas. It's for one of the bridesmaids from this wedding of hell that I cater. Oh, she was at this new wedding. And I think it was the woman that knocked over my cupcakes. So I'm in oh her dad's God. kitchen. This is years later now. Oh years God. later. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm in her kitchen, and I have to warm up this chicken taco mixture because I'm serving little mini tacos. By the way, my inspiration for catering my cocktail party menus is Peter Callahan. And he's out of here in New York City. We get to meet him on Tuesday. Oh, I'm so excited. So I pull this chicken mixture out of the oven and I drop the pan, Felicia. Chicken goes flying onto the ceiling, onto the floor, onto the wall, everything. Well, that's what happens after she fucked up your cupcakes. It was fucking everywhere. And I was like, oh my God, what the hell am I going to do? So I saved what I could save, but like if it hit the floor, I had to throw it away, right? So I'm like salvaging this stuff. And I go walking outside. Guess who's there? No, guess who's there? That woman that I catered her wedding and all that bullshit went down. Oh so God. I look her, I see her straight in the face, and I'm like, of course you're here. I'm having a fucking hell nightmare in the kitchen. <laughs> She's the jinx. She is the jinx. The bride is the jinx. But she thought, and when I said to her, I was like, of course you're here. She thought I was saying that because, yeah, of course she's there. That's her friend's birthday party on catering. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> oh, my God, so I had to explain all this later. Oh, my God, what a nightmare. So, anyway, we made it through all of that. <laughs> And we got to New York City, and we're at the Stonewall Inn. And you gotta put those glasses on, honey. Oh, they're on, but I just didn't have them on my face. It's rather dark back here in the back oh, row. I didn't know it was that dark for you. So we, Felicia, we're currently in the back room of Stonewall, where Pride began. This is where the riots happened in 1969, after the death of Judy Garland and some 
questionable laws and regulations that were coming down in the city of New York at the time, um, where they wanted to check people's genitalia and things. Did you watch the Stonewall docu documentary? Yes, yes, I did. So that's why the riots started so happening. to be here. You know what I'm saying? It's so oh, it's great. fucking magical. This is history. So we're sitting in the back room, and we're sitting beneath a poster of the protests and the riots back from 1969. Yep. I took a selfie with it. We both did. We took yes. a selfie. We're gonna very, very special. So I think it's time for a munchie. Let's do the munchies. It's time for the munchies. So I have to tell you about the munchies today because it's really very special. Our friend, the farmer. Yes, I know of the farmer. Recently went down to his property in Florida and met up with one of his friends there who turned him on to these breath mints that are supposedly what porn stars use to induce their salivary oh. glands and give what blow jobs, darling. Well, let's try this. They're called flint mints. Okay. And Let's each different, they have a lot of different flavors, and but the most strongest flavor here is have you had the it lemon. Already? No, I've not tried them yet. I told our friend the farmer that I would wait, but he really wanted me to do this with him. And while he came over, and these had come, and we had, were having a conversation, he, when he had gotten back from Florida, he had tried uh, to find these online, and he ended up getting um, some products that were he thought were similar but ended up being kind of gag gifts and one is bj blast and it is like um this candy you put in your mouth when you're giving blowjobs and pop it's like rocks. pop rocks i don't know how i would feel about a blowjob and pop rock want, situation i don't want to mix those too, too gritty that's too much grit yeah <laughs> i like it smooth i like it wet so here goes the Flint mint. This Ooh, is like the this. this is the lemon. Oh, I and need to so buy these. The strength is two hundred and fifty. Can I get these on Amazon? No, I just went right to their site. Oh wow! Yeah, Flint mint. There's a shot that we do this in downtown Denver at the bar, and you put a flower in your mouth. Okay. And you take the shot, and then the flower like dissolves, and it fizzes just like this. Oh. Have you ever been to the Star Wars Olga's Cantina in Disney? No, no. So they serve alcoholic beverages in there. And there's Where and is they, it? It's in Olga's Cantina in Disneyland in Star Wars. Disneyland. Land. Yes. Yes, I know. It might be in world. But. I was there but I didn't order a drink. Okay. So they have funny drinks like this and there's a like a there's like a foam that they put on top of this blue drink that okay. gives a sensation in the mouth that this candy does. Ooh. Yeah, this is cool. I like it. Wow. So also in this munchy little grab bag from our friend, the farmer, we love you farmers, is some oral spray. Now, right it's before, pink. well, right before you're supposed to give head, it's like chloroseptic. You like spray in the back of your throat. I don't like chloroseptic. I don't like it either. My sister would though. So I'm thinking, here's some oral spray. I just tell her it's for when you give your man a blowjob. <laughs> I'm going to let my man borrow this when I get back to Denver. Oh, there you go. I'm going to have to get some. Well, it numbs everything, but I wonder if it, too. like, blocks the gag reflex. Can you go all the way down with this? All the way down. I hope so. When you're all the way gay. I did text my man. He's like, what did you do last night? I was like, we went to the cock. He's like, that sounds like a fun place. And I was like, it's an all the way gay kind of place. Oh, it definitely is. It's an all the way gay kind of place. Where else can you go and get a cocktail and a hand job for the cost of $10 cover? And the naked oh. dancer. You know what oh, I'm saying? That was worth it. Ooh, can we try the pop rocks? Oh my god. 
My mouth's like fucking numb from that thing. Mm. All right, I'm gonna try some of these pop rocks. Wow, this is like a lot, but I guess you don't want all of them. Oh no, I can't do anything else. Yes, you oh can. Just give it a minute. Just give it a minute. It would be amazing to suck dick with this. Mm-hmm. I wonder if any sensation would get on the dick, though, or if it would just stay in your mouth. These are totally pop rock. I'd offer that man some of our edible, or, or some of our munchie, but who's handing out candy in a bar? <laughs> creepers in the back. <laughs> oh my god, right? The creepers in the back are handing out lemon candies. Look, this is the pop rocks. Can you hear it? Let me see. Yeah, you can. Oh my god, you can totally hear it. Oh my god. The farmer's fucked up my mouth. You're gonna be using it. You're gonna be going, hey babe, suck my dick. Oh, I'm telling you. My pussy and my crack. Put this mint in your mouth. Suck my dick and my balls. <clears throat> you know it. I can't believe it. Oh my god. You know what? I think my edible hit as well. Oh good, I'm glad. Let's be honest, we all have a thing for straight dudes. Don't we gays? Flirting with the breeders, sleeping with the breeders, draining them when their wives are being bitch faces. It's a thing! Just gays being gays. <laughs> Listen, bitch. Stream all episodes of High Tea with Felicia and Philip. Now streaming on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Music. Hey there, boys. This has been a Truckee Pacific production. For sponsorship inquiries and comments, go to the Mile High Podcast at gmail.com.